0: Welcome to Snackcast, Snack International's new podcast dedicated to all things snacks. In this forum, you'll hear career conversations with leading industry professionals, as well as insights on how the snack industry is meeting consumers' ever changing demands for new and nutritious snacks while still serving up those familiar favorites. I'm your host, Joni Spencer, editor of Baking and Snack Magazine which also produces Snack World. SnackCast kicks off with a summer long series devoted to WINS, Women in Snacks. WINS is Snack International's initiative to champion leadership development and advancement for female professionals in the snack industry. Over the next few months, we will visit with some of the industry's top executives to learn about their journeys and the challenges they've overcome along the way, as well as get some great advice on how we can work together to make positive changes in the snacking industry. Today, I'm speaking with Dan Seifer, Senior Vice President of Supply Chain and Contract Manufacturing for Her Foods. Dan, thanks so much for taking time to talk with me today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So we are going to get started. The first thing I want to talk to you about is just getting to know you a little better. I know you have a pretty fascinating career journey that's sort of run the gamut in the food industry. Can you share a little bit of that story?
1: Sure, I don't know about fascinating, but sure, I'd be glad to. So, I really have always worked in the food business. I I grew up in my father's butcher shop and learned about hard work, customer service, and really commitment to a community there. It was really a unique experience. When I started at HERS, my first position was on a route truck, and I've spent the first 25 years here working my way through different levels of management and sales, and have been leading the supply chain side of the business for the last 14 years.
0: So you have really gone every end of the spectrum, and now you're at the senior VP level, and that comes with a lot of responsibility. So when you're carrying that huge low for HERS, you still thought it was important enough to volunteer to serve as a founding member of Snacks WINS Steering Committee. Why was this initiative so important to you to take it on? And what drove you to get in on this at the ground level?
1: Well, for one, I felt like it's important to support change here. I mean, I believe it's one of the most glaring opportunities we have to catch up in our industry. When you consider the way people eat and the change in the overall workforce and our responsibility as leaders in our communities, we really should be doing this kind of work a couple of decades ago. So for me, being involved meant more than just saying yes.
0: It's, it's hard to imagine, I mean, a couple of decades ago, especially at the, at the rate of change things are happening now. A couple of decades ago, it was a long time ago and things look a lot different now.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. Things move a lot faster. I also think people are more open to change. I mean, things happen so fast that it's a lot easier not to get stuck in ruts that you may have been in or patterns that people often follow when it comes to recruitment or hiring or recognizing potential in people.
0: So when I think about change and specifically change and diversity, you seem to kind of be a champion of this cause. And now you are co-chairman of WINS. What does that mean for you on a personal level? And how are you incorporating that in your day-to-day professional life?
1: Well, let me just talk a little bit about change. So champion change is definitely something that I've tried to get better and better at. And it's one of those things that I'm challenging myself to be better at so that I'm growing as I finish my career as much as when I started my career. So I definitely had a period of time in my career where I was uh, a creature of habit, just like many of us in the industry. And so being involved in wins and now being co-chairman for me is really making a commitment to force might not be the right word, but prioritize for me that change is one of the most important things I can do as one of the executives here at HERS or even in my life. So, I mean, and also, you know, I've always been a strong believer that the industry needs to be open to change. And for me, It's a bit of a pride thing to be co-chairman. I have a wife, a daughter, and my mother, people that amaze me every day at the things I watch them do. And so it feels good to be involved in this kind of change that I think they can also be proud of.
0: And you're kind of making that change happen there at hers as well, specifically on the supply chain side and your team. From what I understand, there are a lot of women on the supply chain side at hers. Is that something that you set out to accomplish to build a diverse team, or did it just happen organically?
1: Well, that kind of happened with two things, both roles that we've added and, you know, filling vacancies. Um, The intention was always to get the strongest candidate. No preconceived, really, idea of the type a person we needed was probably the biggest difference and just trying to find the person to fit both the responsibilities and the overall makeup of the team. It was definitely something that was lacking here on the team. And, you know, we have 10 people in our supply chain team that work in the office and right now eight of them are women. And so that's pretty much the opposite of what you might've saw here or in a lot of snack food companies, like I said, a couple decades ago, yeah. the, the routine would have been just, you know, repeat the same pattern. We definitely are trying to be open to change, trying to be learners every day. So change is one of the things that will help you learn more. So I'm excited about it, actually.
0: That's awesome. I mean, the food industry has historically been a male-dominated industry, so to have a team that's 80% women is pretty atypical. Do you think that that kind of helps set hers apart?
1: Well, it certainly sets our department apart within the company. It's, you know, because we had some more immediate uh, opportunities, we're ahead of most departments here even than hers, but even in our warehouse, we have six managers, and two of them are women. So, we've made um, kind of made the leap in supply chain to be open to all the skills that can help us. I do find women to be very good critical thinkers and very good at challenging the uh, you know the norm, asking the question why, and really being very detail oriented. So it's been, it's been really a good journey building the team together.
0: You know, it's interesting that you, that you said that because, you know, women do kind of tend to be a little bit more analytical and we ask why and try to think outside the box. And, and again, this is like the food industry and the baking and snack industries are very sort of old school mentality still. um, And that's going to change as the, as generationally as the workforce is starting to turn over. So do you think that having a highly diverse team that's predominantly female, do you think that that's going to kind of help lead your company into the future? I would
1: hope. I mean, when you think about the food industry today and the way jobs get done and how much more data-driven decisions are made or it's smart to have them made that way. Even the jobs themselves have changed dramatically and what, where you need skill and where you need to develop. And so I think some of that brings on opportunities for people that might not have been interested in the environment the food industry had before And there's still very tough jobs in the hot plant or in the warehouse and those kind of things that are necessary as well. Uh, But there's also so many other key roles that help make those other jobs more efficient by data-driven decisions and processes. And I think that puts an emphasis on someone that can be a good critical thinker and be a detailed person. So I do think, not trying to be... A stereotype here, but I do think women are better detailed thinkers overall. And so there's what I just described opens an opportunity for that kind of skill set.
0: So I, f- I feel like there are good opportunities for women in leadership roles. And so I, I have two questions for you. First, I'm just curious how does it feel to be sort of, I guess, the token male on your team. How has that been? Is it is it different? Is it challenging?
1: Well, it's interesting. So the person that's most senior is the person that's kind of on an island a little bit. So the the good thing about that is it's something that I, it's, cho- it's there are choices I made. So I obviously have a welcoming to it. It's, you know, one of the things that's important for me is that, I contribute more at the end of my career than the beginning and that I learn more at the end than the beginning. And there's no better way for me to do that than to put more diverse people around me to help and challenge what's the best way for us to succeed. So uh, are there moments when I go, what the heck was I thinking? Sure. (laughs) But But in the end, it's really what's best for us and really what challenges me the most, you know?
0: So I, I really like your thought about contributing more at the end of your career and learning more at the end than you did in the beginning. So I kind of want to talk about that journey a little bit and the lessons that you've learned. Who were some of your mentors along your career journey and what are the lessons that you learned from them that got you to where you are now?
1: So well, you know, there's been so many, several people over the years that have um, that I could watch and learn from, or that would be patient watching me make mistakes and help me make sure I took from them the best that could come out of those, so that I made better decisions moving forward. But I would say it really starts with my father and the dedication he had to his work and his customers. And it was really impactful for me to see. How his job and his small little business there, besides being just that for him, was such an important part of a community's life. And so I understood pretty early that what you do is more important than just being work. And so that was really, I felt like I had a head start on a lot of people having a feeling about the things I do going in as I was younger It really taught me a lot about the importance of it. And every month, my wife amazes me at the things that she manages and is able to um, handle all at once. And, you know, I shake my head all the time. My mother worked for 35 years at the IRS and retired as a division chief. And I knew always knew that she was helpful to people. But at her viewing, there was, I couldn't believe the amount of people whose lives she changed by helping them be successful. So those kind of things really make you understand quickly what's really most important about the work you do.
0: Right, right. And I I love that your family has had such an influence on your professionalism. I think that that really says something about the importance of balance
1: which is something I struggle with all the time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We all do, Dan, we all do. (laughs) So um, you mentioned that you have a daughter and how has she sort of shaped your view as a leader for the team that you have now?
1: So that's a good question. So uh, I'll just say first, I have a son and a daughter who Dar and I are both proud of, but since we're talking about wins, we'll focus on the lesson. So, uh, you know, first of all, a little bit about her. She was determined with what she wanted to do in her career at a very early age, junior high school. She graduated with her doctorate of physical therapy and is having good success at that. But she really is a such a well-rounded person and a confident person. And so there's been times when, as I really have been begun to work with this team, it's really Last three or four years, this team's come together and I'd be sharing some frustration. Actually, many of the women that are in my team are right around her age. So she could really get back to me, in her perspective pretty quickly. And it really has helped me with understanding the opportunities that I had to change the way I was looking at things.
0: That's awesome. It's like you have a consultant right at your fingertips.
1: Yeah, right. I have a coach right there. <laughs> we don't we don't always see eye to eye but she certainly gives me a different perspective
0: that is awesome we talked about kind of the generational shift in the snacking industry um what advice would you have for young professionals men and women who are just kind of starting on their career journeys or ready to take the next step
1: you know the first thing i would I would say is you know the food industry has not traditionally been a place where women would naturally look first, and um, I think that's changing. And companies as well need to recognize that change. And I would say I think younger people today think more limitless than we did. You know they they don't have preconceived ideas of where they fit, and so I think that's a great thing. And I, I would say. Companies should have that same openness uh, not to have those preconceived ideas. And for young professionals, I think it's important that you have a passion for the work you're doing. I mean, it's important to get good experience first and make sure that you have enough experience that the value you bring uh, is really something that's tangible for a company. And then at that point, I think it's important to challenge yourself to be able to be doing something that makes you feel good at the end of the day, right? You, right. you certainly want you certainly want to have a good feeling, not just on payday, right?
0: Right, exactly, and that's where that balance comes in, right?
1: It certainly helps. It helps with the hardest days, right? Mm-hmm. Easiest days, you, know, you don't need as much, but on the very hard days or the hard periods of time, it's really the thing that. Keeps you excited and and getting through, right?
0: Exactly. Well, Dan, those are all my questions for you. I thank you so much for your wisdom and your insight. And I also thank you for your leadership with Wins. I think that this is this group is blazing trails and making some really positive change in the industry and taking us into the future so thank you so much
1: it's my pleasure i I would just like to say i'd like to thank snack and their team for trusting in me to be one of the people so involved with it
0: that is great well thank you again and you take care
1: take care bye-bye
0: win's networking and educational sessions are offered annually at SNAC's Executive Leadership Forum and SNACSpo, and programs are available online throughout the year. These serve as forums for men and women to gather, learn, and exchange ideas and experiences about gender diversity issues in the industry. For more information on how you can get involved, visit SNAC's website at www.snacintl.org.